following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It is hour number two of the huge show. Thanks, everybody, for making us a part of your Wednesday, the 4 p.m. hour, as it were. Again, a huge thanks to Chris Castellani of Barstool Sports for spending some time with us. And now we got to move over because there's a few other things going on. It's actually been a pretty good news day, all things considered, in Detroit sports. The Tigers just picked up a win. They defeated the Texas Rangers at Comerica Park. And after all the news that we got earlier today and the news we talked about with Chris Castellani, it was losing guys like Eduardo Rodriguez and Riley Green and <laughs> the sky is falling. It was just one of those mornings and I guess 24-hour spans for the Detroit Tigers. But they end up getting themselves a win. They take down one of the better teams in all the baseball. I mean, nobody really talks about the Texas Rangers, but that has been an unbelievable start. They are dominating the American League West right now. Think about that. That's the same division as the Houston Astros. Nobody is dominating that division other than Houston these days. So the Tigers get a win. They hold things down. They defeat the Texas Rangers 3-2. to Meanwhile, the Pistons probably saw that a little while ago, James Edwards, the athletic confirming a story alongside Sham Sharnia that the Pistons, they're pursuing Monty Williams and are pursuing him aggressively. There was a lot of talk about a handful of different assistants. I don't know if they were any real choices that was exciting the fan base, or at least in this case, exciting the owner and Tom Gores. So it seems like Monty Williams has really become the primary target for the Detroit Pistons. So that's encouraging. I obviously don't love when the story of an offer comes out as opposed to just, hey, we hired this guy. <laughs> because if a story of the offer comes out, then usually that doesn't mean that that offer at least was accepted, if nothing else, right away. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'd love to care about basketball. You know, it was funny. I was actually joking around with some of the boys on our one of our affiliate stations over in Midland, ESPN 100.9 FM, Brad Tunney, who's the voice of the Great Lakes Loons. We were talking about just the way that the, that NBA and Detroit have not exactly been in communication over the last decade and a half, you know, and just how different the game is. And if you are, say, for example, a basketball fan who is more of a Detroit sports fan, and you tend to unplug if your team's not involved, you really haven't been watching or following the NBA in like two decades. (laughs) I mean, you have to really go back a long way now in order to find the last time that basketball was even remotely relevant. You know, we talked a lot in the last hour about just wanting the Tigers to be competitive. And I don't know if that's kind of the bar we're going to hold the Detroit Pistons to going forward, but... They're making an effort, and they, they certainly have not had a few breaks go their way. If anything, they've actually been working against some of those forces when we saw them fall to the number 5 pick in the draft. But 
Again, they're going after Monty Williams, so we'll keep him across that the Pistons can find a way to get him because, again, he's he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. I mean, he's not – is he perfect? No. But he is one of the better coaches in the NBA, and, of course, his star player in Phoenix has some Michigan ties in Devin Booker. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So we can talk about that if you want, 866-838-HUGE, or you can text HUGE to 2100. Thanks again to Bill Simonson for allowing us the chance to step in here today. This hour, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Detroit Lions. And if you want to answer a very important question, because you know you look around the landscape of the NFL, this is about that time of year where it's sort of malcontent season, right? There are just a handful of players that, for whatever reason, weren't happy in their last spot. They aren't happy in their current spot. And they're looking for some type of a change. And you know the names that we're talking about, whether it's somebody like a Quinnen Williams or a Chase Young or a DeAndre Hopkins. There are the, a handful of players that just about this time every year, once teams have spent a lot of their money, once the dust has settled on the draft, they're still trying to figure out exactly where they're going to go. All that being said, the Detroit Lions still have $24 million in salary cap space. And if you want to get into the whole salary cap is a joke thing, and we, we can do that as well because I think any team that really wants it, they can free up money rather easily in this day and age. I don't know if they can free up $24 million, but they can free up some money. So with that kind of extra salary cap room, the Lions are in a position to add one more piece and a big piece. So if you could make one more move, say you only get one more move, we've seen what the Lions have done, whether it be in free agency, they added some talent there, they added a lot of help to their secondary in free agency. We saw Cortland Sutton, we saw Emmanuel Mosley, we ended up seeing another addition at the running back spot. They had one through the draft and through free agency. Of course, they traded DeAndre Swift, but David Montgomery comes in, and Jameer Gibbs gets drafted. So they've done a lot of work in those particular areas. Then we saw the draft. We saw Jameer Gibbs, as mentioned. We saw Jack Campbell end up getting selected at number 18. Then it was Sam Laporta and Brian Branch. And if you want to get into that draft, and if you've come around on it at all, we can take your calls on that as well. I wasn't really sure at first. I was not confident that the Lions had done themselves enough of a service with those picks that they had. I didn't like Jameer Gibbs at number 12. Don't like any running back. I mean, maybe Bijan Robinson, but still don't love him because, again, they're they're so interchangeable. They're so replaceable. But once you heard Brad Holmes talk about it, at least you understood that there was, in fact, a very set plan to compete right now significantly and it was less about finding the 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 core building block long-term five to ten year piece as opposed to somebody who can be a lightning rod for five seasons and probably not much more than that well we'll see i mean sam laporta apparently has some really good looks in otas i'm not going to get here and break down otas for you but i mean in terms of what they got i've come around on it so The question now becomes, if you can make one move, you only get one move, what is that missing piece for the Detroit Lions? Call us, 866-838-HUGE. You can also text HUGE to 2100. There's a few different players and cases you can lay out. Chase Young, the longtime 
defensive end. Well, I don't even want if I'd say long time anymore. I mean, he just was, he's been hurt for a long time. <laughs> hurt long time defensive end Chase Young. But when he is healthy, he's a game wrecker. And he's been playing in Washington on a team that has been organizationally lost over the course of the last maybe 10 seasons, maybe more, depending on your perspective. And Chase Young has, has had all those abilities and all those flashes of, of superior talent, but hasn't been able to stay on the field. So if the Washington team, commanders now, are we calling, are we, are we still the commanders today? So if, if they're looking to move on, then sure. I, I mean, that that's certainly worth something. On top of that, though, you do have to give up something. You're not going to get Chase Young just by giving him a contract. He's, he's, he's not one of those players. You know, you think about whether you have to trade for somebody or if you can just sign someone, there's a big difference there. And you think about it from this angle, too. One of the most suboptimal moves that you can make, one of the most suboptimal moves is giving up future assets, future draft picks or whatever. Giving up future assets for the right to overpay a player. That is suboptimal business. I would say 99 times out of 100, it's the team that is giving up all those assets to go pay somebody way too much money. Never works out. So you got to give up something for Chase Young. You've also got to give up something, probably a lot more, for Quinnen Williams. He was considered one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. There was some talk a couple of weeks ago. It sort of died down a little bit as of late. Quinnen Williams changed his Twitter bio to defensive tackle four dot 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 dot. So there was some questions as to whether or not he was truly happy playing for the Jets, who, of course, they just picked up Aaron Rodgers. It's a fairly interesting team. I mean, I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers is going to elevate what they had before. I mean, he, yeah, we, we knew what he was, uh, you know, even as much as five, six, seven years ago. But last year, it was not a good season for Aaron Rodgers at, at all. And you saw what happened against the Lions towards the end of the season. And, I mean, all things considered, that was about as best-case scenario for the Green Bay Packers last year as they possibly could have had. And all those best-case scenario things considered, they still didn't make the playoffs. So, I mean, that's a team. And look, more often than not, teams are a direct reflection of the caliber of their quarterback and if they're getting the most out of them. So... Quinton Williams is another piece. He's going to be the most expensive. You're going to have to pay him the most. You're going to have to give up the most. The other one is DeAndre Hopkins. And I know that there are there's a group, there's a lot, I'd say a faction of NFL loyalists, of NFL observers, who, who aren't really buying what DeAndre Hopkins has been selling for a while now. And, of course, I don't know if you, if you want to point to the six-game suspension he had, I don't know if you want to point to anything else in particular off the field. I've always enjoyed watching DeAndre Hopkins. I've never been up close and personal with with following his career or career trajectory. But what I do know is this. He's a free agent, and you don't have to give up anything to get him. And when you're in a situation that the Lions are in, you know, we, we think about Dan Campbell, and we think about the last couple of years, you know, Hard Knocks, when that came out last year on HBO, Hard Knocks probably did the Detroit Lions a better service than anything that's probably happened to them in the last two decades. 
Hard Knocks made other players around the NFL want to play in Detroit. There's not a lot of things that can convince ultra-talented athletes to come play in the city of Detroit. As much as you like it, as much as I like the city of Detroit, as much as we all think of it, and it's ours. Don't talk about our city, right? We, we get defensive when it comes to people talking about our, our space. People aren't lining up to come play there. So there has to be some sort of tangible reason to convince people to come here. Hard Knocks was that reason. I mean, you talk to anybody that, that's signed. I mean, David Montgomery, Cortland Sutton, any of the players that the Lions drafted last month, all of them in agreement probably shaped their opinions by watching the Lions on Hard Knocks. There were more clips that went viral from that season of Hard Knocks than probably any other season over the past decade. And the likability factor is high. You've got Dan Campbell, and I want to talk about him in a little bit later on in this hour as well, because last night was the, I guess they called it the season finale of Ted Lasso. They didn't call it the series finale, so I don't know what that means. And if you watched it, we won't do any spoilers here, but if you watched it, I think you're still kind of twisting in the wind. But we need to kind of find a way to line up Ted Lasso as it pertains to Dan Campbell. But if you can only make one more move, what's the missing piece for the Detroit Lions? You can call us at 1-866-838-HUGE, 1-866-838-HUGE. I think it's DeAndre Hopkins. I want DeAndre Hopkins among all those names on that list because you look at that offense, and it's Ben Johnson's baby, right? I mean, if you like Ted Lasso, his his wonderkind, Nate, it's the assistant coach who, who knows essentially how to scheme everything and how to get the most out of his team, that's Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson is Nate. He's Nate the Great. So finding a way to give him enough to succeed I think is important and you look at what they're doing on the offensive line that's a really good offensive line it's not the Philadelphia Eagles but it's probably in the conversation of the top five in the NFL Jared Goff we saw best case scenario Jared Goff last year he was just fine I think we, we look at the receivers, though. They are one Amon Ross St. Brown injury away from not being able to throw downfield whatsoever for the first six weeks. Like, not at all. You've already in a situation without Jamison Williams. We know the backstory there. That's tough. That's, that's a bad look. But what are you going to do? It's the current culture in the NFL and sports betting. So Jamison Williams out for six weeks. So they're already without one. They brought back Marvin Jones. That's fine, I guess. He, 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 knows, he knows how to get into the stadium. <laughs> he, knows, he knows where his parking space will be. That's great. Can he help out a team that's trying to win double-digit games? Significantly, I don't know. 
So they are one St. Brown injury away from really being in trouble. It's one of the reasons I think they wanted to go get Sam Laporta. They wanted to go get another pass-catching option, and I think Laporta is going to be a lot more involved than we think. They like using the tight end, too. Jared Goff, he, he, likes, he likes using that part of his personnel. I mean, how many times did he have to throw to Brock Wright last year in order to convince you that he liked throwing to tight ends? I mean, we were learning about guys that were taken in the in the sixth round and pick number 172 overall. I want DeAndre Hopkins. I, I think he's. I think he still has enough. I don't think he's out there looking for any sort of a, a mammoth contract. I think he just wants to win. And of course, you're going to have to pay him a little bit. Yeah, you're going to have to pay him a bit. But I don't think it's going to take any long-term investment. Somebody on the text chain. And you can text this as well. Text HUGE to 2100. Text HUGE, H-U-G-E, to 2100. Said a good backup quarterback as that one move they want to see for the Lions. And they even threw out a name, which I always appreciate. I mean, it's a lot easier to just throw out an idea as to what one area to go get. I really, really think it matters. And I love when people actually put a name on it. And they suggested a backup quarterback. They suggested specifically Teddy Bridgewater. Now, Teddy Bridgewater was somebody that the Lions had kicked the tires on earlier this offseason. There was a lot of smoke around conversations with the Lions, Teddy Bridgewater. They wanted somebody as a backup quarterback. I don't think the train has fully left the station on that either. Especially if you look at this year as sort of a redshirt year for Hendon Hooker. If you really want to put Hooker in a great spot, (laughs) if you really want to do that, yeah, you, you go get a guy like Bridgewater for a year. Somebody with a lot of starting experience in the NFL. A lot of games in the NFL. But, like many quarterbacks, maybe Teddy Bridgewater thinks that he's a starting caliber quarterback and he's not ready to sign with somebody until he's convinced otherwise. A lot of things can change. You've got training camps. You've got OTAs going on right now. You've got the preseason. It wouldn't be the first time that a quarterback decided to hold off on signing with a team to wait to see how things played out. There are so many times where a quarterback goes down and all of a sudden the team gets very desperate very quickly. And maybe that's what Teddy Bridgewater's banking on. Maybe that's the move for him. And if so, I can't blame him. I mean, we've seen players like Cam Newton, for example. Cam Newton, he was sitting on his couch. And then all of a sudden, a week later, he was a New England Patriot. Fast forward a year, and all of a sudden, he's a Carolina Panthers quarterback because why not run back the clock and make it feel like it's 2005 again? 
So he might, he just might be that, that style. He might just decide to look around at some of his peers and just say, you know what? I'm too good to be a backup. I might not be good enough to be a starter right now, but you're going to put yourself on that short list if you don't sign anywhere. But I want DeAndre Hopkins. I think you get a guy like that, and you have to understand, too, pass catcher is one of the most important positions in the modern NFL. Having those dynamic, playmaking pass catchers. And Hopkins, although he is obviously not what he was during those days he had with the Houston Texans, he still offers something. And he, he still offers abilities that can win you football games. He was doing that as an Arizona Cardinal for years. I've liked DeAndre Hopkins. He's he, he's somebody that I've enjoyed. If you've ever played fantasy football, you've seen what DeAndre Hopkins has been capable of. See, that's the thing. We always know like the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight ends, the quarterbacks. You really got to start digging if you want to learn about what makes Chase Young that much more impressive off the edge because of his burst and how he beats a left tackle with what he can do from a technique standpoint and all that other inside baseball stuff. But, you know, they they run the ball. They're old school that way. And at no point was it more evident than in the draft. You know, they went Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell, Sam Laporta, Brian Branch. But they want to do it their way. And one of the ways that, that, that you can do that is by... Draining the clock. If you drain the clock and you run the football well, it is an older school way of going about it. But if any team can do it, it's a team that can really pave the way for guys like David Montgomery, guys like Jameer Gibbs. And and that is playing to their strengths. So I give them credit. They have one of the best O-lines in football. And I think that they're trying to take advantage of exactly that. Coming up in our next segment. It was the season finale of Ted Lasso last night. Didn't come out till midnight, by the way. <laughs> that was brutal. Made for a tough wake-up this morning. But if you are paying attention at all, you understand that Dan Campbell has his players playing for him, much like the story of Ted Lasso and how much his players have loved playing for him. So I'm going to leave it to you. Who's the real-life Ted Lasso, if there's one in Detroit sports. Is it Dan Campbell? Is it somebody else? And then to you personally, who was your personal Ted Lasso? Who was your coach? Who was the one that you connected with beyond anything else? Who made you the best version of yourself? We'll take your calls. 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-HUGE, or text HUGE to 2100. The HUGE Show every Wednesday is brought to you by the MHSAA. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is HUGE. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer.
details at IRC Beer St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. He's been the managing partner at Bean Garter for years. He helped grow that firm with the great men and women who are there every day in downtown Grand Rapids working hard for their clients. Well, now Bean Garter has officially merged with Dorn Mayhew, a Detroit-based business company, and they're still going to have that local feel, the same local experts you know and trust, but with newly expanded global capabilities. So Bean Garter is becoming Dorn Mayhew, which means stronger than ever before. And stronger together is that hashtag you can remember now as Bean Garter becomes a Dorn Mayhew firm. But remember, they'll still have that local feel in Grand Rapids and across the state. Dorn Mayhew is a Michigan-based company in Troy. But that local feel with a global reach. And Tom Rosenbach wanted me to express to every client and individual listening that Bean Garter now is adorned Mayhew firm. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds us that when it comes to child abuse prevention, we can always make a difference, and we can do that starting now. Be kind and be strong for the kids who need our help. Be mindful of how much every child matters. Create a safe, loving environment for all children. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, we can light the way for a child who needs us. And we can do that starting now. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. PM hour continues here on the huge show. Dan Hasty in for Bill Simonson today. A little on location. So get ready for hour number three. We're actually in Dayton, Ohio right now with a little West Michigan Whitecaps baseball. Whitecaps in Dayton against the Dayton Dragons. That's a Cincinnati Reds high A team. And right now the Whitecaps in their ballpark, LMCU ballpark is actually trying to move on to the final four of the best of ballparks. Right now, they are mentioned in the top eight ballparks in all of minor league baseball, LMCU ballpark, in a battle on Ballpark Digest. And you can actually vote them into the final four. They were actually a number 15 seed in the Sweet 16. And they upset the two seed. And the way that they can advance to the final four is if you go on and vote. So find me on Twitter. You can find me at that Dan Hasty, D-A-N-H-A-S-T-Y. You can vote for LMCU Ballpark because right now it's actually coming down to the last, let me see, how much time do we have left? The final day. We have less than a day. 
remaining in that in that round. And right now, the West Michigan Whitecaps are trailing Beloit. And here, here's the deal. West Michigan's not allowed to lose to Beloit in anything, ever. 54% to 46%. So this is where we need you to come in, cast the Whitecaps in their ballpark, a vote, LMCU ballpark, so they can move on to the final four. They've always been close in the best of ballparks range. Never this close, though. Never close to a final four. And if we've learned anything from St. Peter's, a 15 seed can absolutely go far in the NCAA tournament. And in this case, they're going far in this tournament. So again, you can find me on Twitter at ThatDanHasty. I just posted a link to that. So you can click through the link, you can follow in, and you can cast your vote for LMCU Ballpark. There's actually another team within our listening atmosphere that's also in the running. So if you're listening out in Midland on ESPN 100.9 FM, Dow Diamond is also in that Elite Eight. And they're trailing in their matchup by just one percentage point. They're down 51 to 49, so I guess technically two, but... Go in there, throw Dow Diamond a vote as well. Help out our Gray Lakes Loons friends. So we were talking about Ted Lasso, who had their season finale last night. And who knows? I I don't know. I I thought it was interesting that they didn't call it a series finale. They called it a season finale. It doesn't seem like there is any more Ted Lasso planned, at least not in its conventional state, but... Maybe there will be some type of a spinoff, perhaps. And it got us thinking, who's the real-life Ted Lasso? Or who's Detroit's Ted Lasso? Moreover, who was your Ted Lasso? Who was your coach as you were growing up? Who made you the best version of yourself? You can come in and you can tell us your story. 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843, or text HUGE to 21000. I mean, in Detroit, the answer's got to be easy, right? If you're talking about Detroit sports, it's Dan Campbell. He's Detroit's Ted Lasso. We learned that. We learned that due to hard knocks. Without hard knocks, we might have an idea but I don't think we'd be nearly as convinced as we are now. You can always say that the results speak for themselves. The Lions having the second half that they did. That changed expectations. I think there are more people now that are more excited about that team than they may have been probably in, at the very least, one decade you got to go back to those years where Matthew Stafford, Indominus Sue, Calvin Johnson were the core of that team. There was a time. I mean, there was a time where the Lions looked to be competitive. It's funny now because a lot of teams, a lot of people like to point to the Dallas Cowboys as America's team. Okay. Is that just because they're on at 4 o'clock? You noticed, we all saw it last year. Every national pundit, every station, everybody couldn't help but talking about the Detroit Lions. 
And I actually kind of think that has that has a little bit to do with Ted Lasso. I think I think we're always looking. I think media is always looking for storylines. They're always looking for good stories. And I think that they actually believe that the Lions were the closest thing in the NFL to Ted Lasso. You've got a coach that surrounds himself with very smart decision makers around them. Of course, in Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis' character was an actual football coach. He was a college football coach. I think he was coaching at Wichita State. And he won a title. I think it was like a Division II title. Then he ended up getting hired by a soccer club. (laughs) So he didn't know anything about soccer. Dan Campbell knows a little thing or two about football. It's not quite the same. But the players play for him the same way. But who was your Ted Lasso? I had a coach growing up in high school. Actually, my freshman year and a few years before that. Name was Coach Guzdek. And... It was just a simple question, and I think now more than ever, coaches are more tasked with developing the person, developing people, as much as they are developing talent. And in a lot of ways, it's almost like going to school when you were young. How many times did you have a class that you didn't necessarily love the subject of, but you connected with the person teaching it. Well, now more than ever, the person in those positions, coach, manager, those people need to develop the people as much as they do, if not more so, than the player and the athletic talent. They're they're important, of course. You can't have one without the other, but especially in the age we live in today. And there are some aspects of sports just in general that are so mental. So, so mental. There's a reason that all of these teams are hiring people to work with mental health. There are more distractions than ever before. And they are everywhere, and it's not going to quiet down anytime soon. So teaching how to block that noise out, that matters. But it was my freshman year of high school, Coach Guzdek. That was the one that, I was a first baseman. I was kind of the body type of one of those wacky, waving, arm-flailing, inflatable tube men. (laughs) And get blown away in a windstorm. But I was a first baseman. I tried to pitch, actually, once upon a time. And I remember I was warming up in the bullpen during a practice. And one of our other coaches came up to me while I was throwing. And they said, hey, Hasty, is, uh, is that your changeup? I was throwing a fastball. <laughs> and that was the end of my pitching career. Brett Hayes is on the ones and twos today. Brett, who was your Ted Lasso? 
when I played roller hockey, it was actually a club sport at uh, Rockford here in Grand Rapids. My, oh, Rockford. Oh, fancy. Yep. My, my Ted Lasso was Coach McCormick. I was kind of like one of those lanky guys, like you were just saying, fly away in the wind. I wasn't great at hockey, but he gave me a lot of opportunities, and he was just an uplifting, cool dude. And that's the thing, is that we don't really get invested until we realize that somebody believes in us. Right. We don't have those moments. We don't have those epiphanies that, you know what, this is actually something I can enjoy because I'm actually feeling supported. I mean, you can go and you can play a sport that you absolutely love, but if you're playing around the wrong people, around the wrong coaches, that experience can be miserable. It doesn't matter if you're a player. It doesn't matter if you're a staffer. If you're around the wrong people you're going to have a crummy time. So you think about people like that, you know, having the right people around you. I mean, you, you can have a coach in many ways, shapes and forms. You can have a great boss. You can have, I mean, later, obviously, as you grow into an adult, but as a kid, I mean, I mean, that's the closest thing you probably have to a boss other than, you know, whatever minimum wage job we're working as a teenager. So shout out to all the coaches that have helped us get to where we are and shout out to Ted Lasso for, putting on a good show in their finale last night. I won't spoil anything. Uh, Brett, did I spoil anything based on what we've heard today? No, I wouldn't say so. Good, good. That's right, because I don't want anybody knocking on my door tonight at, like, midnight. All right, so we'll take a time out when we come back. We'll continue to wrap up our conversation about the Lions, if you can have one more piece. And, and if you are back on board with what the Lions are doing in terms of what they went through through the draft – They've got $24 million in cap space. What's that one last piece? Because they've got enough room for about one more piece. If there's a missing piece, we need to know it right now. Call 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843, or text HUGE to 21000. Back with the remainder of the 4 p.m. hour after this, the HUGE Show every Wednesday is brought to you by the MHSAA. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett with the Michigan Sports Network. It's now time to step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and my personal favorite, Slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers who deposit at least $5 can get a match on that deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. All you have to do is sign up with promo code HUGE and start playing from a whole suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE to get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer, minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. 
Restrictions apply. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at Tullymore. TullymoreGolf.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Somebody tell Monty Williams that Detroit has Stevie Wonder. That's a selling point. If it, I mean, if it's not, that's Monty's problem. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier in the 4 p.m. hour. Dan Hasty, and it's the huge show. In for Bill Simonson here in the 4 p.m. hour. Actually coming to you from Dayton, Ohio this afternoon here on a Wednesday. All these Wednesdays editions of the huge show brought to you by the MHSAA. I remember back in the day, I actually don't know if I could have been on the road and away from the studio. Brett Hayes is our producer. But there was a time where I distinctly remember Bill had asked me to fill in for him. I don't think I've ever told Bill this story. <laughs> so I don't I can't believe I'm telling this, but I remember I was asked to fill in. He asked me to come into his show. And then it turned out that I had to be in Chicago for something. And I had this little app on my phone. This was when, like, the the iPhone was probably maybe its third at the most, maybe second or third generation. So it was not exactly the most reliable technology. But it had a way to connect to the studio. So I put my, my little corded phones in. And it was back when that had kind of like that rectangular piece that you would talk into. And I remember I hosted an entire show from a hotel room in Chicago. <laughs> through the headphones? Through through the headphones, through the little <laughs> earbuds. Oh, no. I'm just picturing people listening and trying to... Why does it sound so weird in there? <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like he's doing a show from the bathroom. 
But it worked. It worked. But now we get to be in much bigger spaces. We're at a baseball stadium. The West Michigan Whitecaps play a ball game tonight. They've got a bunch of the Detroit Tigers prospects. They've got their number one prospect, Jace Young. They've actually got a, a guy who played for the Tigers last two years, Ryan Kreidler, is actually rehabbing with West Michigan. So there are a few names that are making this week interesting. We're up in the in the press box right now. I'm not in the broadcast booth. I'm actually in where the writers sit. There's a vending machine nearby. and I actually tried to get a Dr. Pepper, and I hit the button, and I got a blue Gatorade. So that's how that's going. <laughs> But it's been a good show, and again, if you missed the first hour, you'll be able to go back and listen to anything that you may have missed on the huge show. There's podcasts page. You can go and listen to the first hour. We spent the entire hour with Chris Castellani, and then in this hour, we discussed the Detroit Lions, Ted Lasso. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk to Brian Pena, the manager of the West Michigan Whitecaps, a former Detroit Tigers catcher, and we'll see how things are different from the Alavila era that he knew very well to the era of Scott Harris that he has now. It all continues as we go into hour number three, the 5 p.m. hour here at The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. 